Welcome into season four, episode eight of the One Two Six podcast. I am not Addison McElvin again. He is out for the moment, but Coach O, we're gonna proceed on as planned. We're gonna pivot like they do in basketball. Did you say like they do in basketball? Well, yeah. I mean, it's basketball season. Girls basketball started yesterday, so it's on my brain. That makes it official. It is basketball season, and the weather has changed. But it's also still football season. It's still volleyball season. We've got them going into the playoffs. Uh, It is still cross-country season. We just went to a district meet the other day. We did great. Uh, Our kids ran really well, so we've got regional meet coming up. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on around the district. Uh, but you know what? We don't even have coaches and athletes on today. No. We have an unusual group, but a really cool and, and uh, uh, unique group. And I think our, our, get, our uh, audience is going to want to hear that. But first... And we want to get our audience to that as quickly as possible. Let me get the weave off and rolling and done quickly. Should be pretty simple. We started ACA this week. ACA is the Assistant Coach Academy in Fournier ISD. And we've been doing this for two years to help develop our young coaches, to grow them, um, to increase their capacity as an assistant coach, and hopefully to prepare them for whatever step is next in their career. We Really, our philosophy, Coach O, I see you nodding your head, you know what I'm going to say, is to try to groom our assistant coaches to be head coaches in our district. I mean, that's, that's what we love to see. Junior high coaches that we grow into maybe being high school coaches, if that's their career goal. Assistants that we grow into becoming head coaches. We've seen that a number of times across our district. We really want to invest in our people, but our young coaches need that. Um, I think we've got more young coaches in our profession these days than we have maybe since I started. Uh, we've got some great ones out there, but we want to spend time growing them. That's what ACA is. And I wanted to say in the weave here this morning that we started out with a special guest uh, this week in our meeting, and that was uh, – Dr. Susan Elza, who's the athletic director for the University Interscholastic League. She was able to join us via Zoom from Austin uh, in between meetings and, and really speak to our coaches. Um, and, and I thought she said a lot of great things, but I want to key on one. And that is that Texas and the UIL system is still the greatest place in the world to be a school coach. It is Texas is special. It's different. We, we not only love sports, but we, do, we approach sports in a little bit different way than a lot of states have. Um, it, is, it is the greatest place in the world to be a professional coach. And the UIL is really interested in protecting the integrity of that professional coach, pouring into them, making them as impactful on campus as possible. There's about 40,000 of them in our state. Um, we just happen to have the best ones in the state right here in Forney ISD. And 
we want to help them keep getting better. So ACA is one of those things that is, is kind of a deal that people, it's behind the curtain. You know, people don't see that. It's not a broadcast thing. It's not, I mean, I'm talking about it now on a broadcast, but it's not a scoreboard thing. It's not a uh, public event. Um, but, man, it just reinforces how important our coaches are and how impactful on campus. And, and that's exactly what Susan was speaking to. So um, it was a neat start to the ACA. Uh, we also have a neat start to our podcast each week once we get done listening to me droll on. And that is... Well, all right. Well, so today for the subject spotlight, I must admit, I, Coach, I was a bit nervous about this podcast because we have all these professionals on here, professional broadcasters, and oh, I didn't want to say um or you know get stumped. I, I don't know. They're they're a lively bunch, so I've got to be on my toes today. Well, I'm in good form because, as usual, when I'm trying to host in Addison's stead, I forgot to even tell the audience who our guests are. Uh, we do have this this episode is called the voices of forney isd football and these are the voices that people hear in our school district when they listen to or watch a football game either live and in person or on the radio or on the internet broadcast and um, these voices have been um, in place for a long time right so people are used to hearing these three gentlemen that we have joining us this morning and our first guest uh is gentleman Jim Jennings. Jim Jennings that we've been uh, fortunate to have as a member of our athletic extended staff in Forney ISD for a long time. Good morning, Jim, and welcome to the table. Thank you, Coach. Glad to be here. Tell us just as, before Coach O hits you with uh, her first question, which I'm I'm expect to be mind blowing. It usually is. <laughs> Uh, let me let me start you out simple. Tell us a little bit about how many years you've been in Forney ISD working here as, and you. When I say the voice of Forney ISD, in your case, it's PA broadcast. Correct. People come to a varsity football game; they're going to hear Jim Jennings doing the play-by-play and and uh, calling the game. Um, and so, everybody out there that's been to a football game, Forney ISD, is going to be familiar with your voice. Okay, yeah. I actually started doing the PA at the stadium and. 2011, I believe it was. Okay. I got started broadcasting with Forney ISD, was doing baseball in 2009. And uh, Coach Rush must have been at a game or something and came up to the press box and said, Hey, would you mind doing PA for football? And I said, Well, I know a little bit about it because I've been doing it since 1985. <laughs> so anyway, I started doing Forney football PA in 2011. And then this year, for some reason, you asked me to do North Forney and Forney, so I've been doing all of them this year. Well, our uh, kind of standard bearer for North Forney football for a long time had been Andy Curtis. Andy Curtis was a teacher and a basketball coach at North Forney High School. Mm -hmm. uh, he changed careers and, and got into a, another line of work. Um, so it was pretty logical, honestly, to uh, go to our – Standby man on the Forney side, and now you're you're the voice of all Forney ISD football. That's not the only place that you PA announced, though, is it? No, it's not. Uh, I, I do all the college and uh, high school games that are played at AT&T Stadium. Uh, just to kind of give you a history, a starting history, my father was the Dallas Cowboys 
PA announcer for 30 years. Wow. And I sit beside him as a spotter. So that's kind of where I learned, you know, the PA broadcasting deal. Uh, my first PA broadcasting wasn't so good. Uh, we were doing a game at, uh, I believe it was Old Texas Stadium. I was spotting for my father, and he had one of those emergency bathroom breaks. And he said, son, it's yours. It, it's yours. <laughs> so he takes off running down the hall, and I hop over in front of his mic. And I believe at the time I was probably in my mid-20s, something like that. And I turned the switch on, and I think three plays went by before I said a word. So <laughs> that, that, that was the start of my broadcasting career. Coach O, that's a lot like me trying to pick up and run this podcast when Addison's out. Uh, yeah. well, speaking of Addison, he keeps calling in, but I told him I'm on the air. I, well, I can't. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll show up here in a little bit. We'll see what happens. Maybe. But, uh, back, but back to the AT&T stuff, I mean, uh, and you were talking about Susan L's and UIL. Yeah. You know, the main thing that we do out there is we do all 12 of the state championship football games, and those run Wednesday through Saturday. We do three games every day. Mm. So, you know, we do 12 games in four days. Good gosh. So, Well, I want to I wanna dig into that a little bit in just a second. For example, find out how you keep your voice uh, operational for – 12 games Can we go into the subject spotlight, please? But, but, yes. Uh, and I, I, I'm a little more like Addison than I thought because I almost went right yes. by you. I got him warmed up for you, Coach O. All right. So today for the subject spotlight, we're talking boxes. No, not press boxes, <laughs> voice boxes. Okay. What, we want to know what is your go-to drink during the game to keep those vocal cords lubricated. Okay, yeah, well. I know you were about to mess it up for me. I was, wasn't I? Okay. My go-to drink? Yeah, what is it? My go-to drink is a bottle of water. Oh, well, well, that was simple. Yeah. Well, what is your, do you eat up there? Yes, ma'am. I do. During the game? Surely not. Oh, not not during game. No, I do not. Not at all. Jim's a professional coach. When do you get to eat at halftime? Sometimes at halftime, but um, pre-game. And, you know, if it's if it's a big game or something like the AT&T, not the 40s where, you know, like coming this week, we've got homecoming coming up. So I'll show up a little early to go over the scripts or whatever. But if it's a college game, especially a big college game at AT&T or something, I'll show up four hours before kickoff. Oh. So I'll get my meal in. I'll get my flip cards, the names, everything like that, you know. You know, all I do is turn the mic on and talk. I've really got a spotter, Connie Ivy, that y'all know, Connie. Hey, the announcer's got to be only as good as their spotter. And, yeah, and she does. She tells everybody she does all the work. I've been uh, in the room, and yeah. I, there's a lot of truth in that. Yeah. Who, who is your spotter at Citibank? Connie Ivy. Yeah. Oh, what does Tommy Mankins do? Tommy Mankins keeps the uh, clock. Oh. I'm in the wrong yeah, room. We, hey, listen. And Tommy does other Tommy things, too. Not, so. <laughs> Tommy could not function in the PA room, Coach O. I mean, unless you give him the microphone. Well, let's say, let's and then we'd talk. have to stop playing football so that everybody could listen to his catalog of stories about old football. Well, okay, so water. Smart water, maybe? No, ma'am. Um, Just any kind of water you got. Okay. Or I'll take a Dr. Pepper. Okay. So... Same thing if you're doing 12 games in three days at the state championships. How, how, I mean, you, you, does your voice ever wear out? Yes, sir. It does. It does. It's got to be that Saturday finals. 
I mean, you get to the big schools. You you get to the big schools to start at uh, the last game on Friday evening is when the big schools start. Yeah. You, you got uh, okay. Class Five A Division One will start at Friday night, and uh, that's when you want to be really at your best. You know, when big the crowd. when the big crowds and the big what comes along. Uh, there's a lot a lot of lozenges, lozenges, throat lozenges yeah. that you take. Uh, you know. Uh, can you say this on a podcast? You know, whiskey and honey. Uh, that would be this for AT and T Stadium, not for Citibank. This is a PG. Okay. Product, uh, to my knowledge, Jim has only has his here. bottles of water. <laughs> only bottles of water at Citibank Stadium. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of AT and T Stadium, do you get a preferred parking? Yes, ma'am. We do. Hmm. Very preferred. So how often do you get to talk to Jerry Jones? <laughs> I do not talk to Jerry Jones at all. Um, no you don't ma'am. get to go in his suite or anything? I nope. mean, you are doing the... Not the in voice. his suite, but his suite is directly straight across from where I am, so I can see every movement he makes. Oh. So, but I, have, I do not have conversation with him. There is a hotline from his suite to the press box, so if I ever was to say anything that he didn't agree with, Uh-oh. there would be a phone call made to... Is the, it a red phone? To the producer, yeah, okay, yeah, it's like the and when and when, and when it goes off and it's you know it's oh. Jerry Jones, you know everybody starts gets on pins and needles. I bet so, oh, yeah. No. You're kind of a, a celebrity then. No, ma'am, I wouldn't consider myself celebrity whatsoever. We would, we okay. get preferred for you, Jim. For you, we consider you a celebrity. Yeah. Well, and well, if we didn't before, coach. now that you've been on the one two six, oh, I appreciate that very much. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I, I've got to say this also too, since. Uh, you know, you got the next group coming on that uh, y'all will be talking with about the radio side of it. Mm-hmm. I was fortunate this year for the first time ever to be able to broadcast the Forney High School baseball with Nate White. First time in my life that I've ever done anything other than PA, yeah. never done radio or whatever. And, you know, Nate can hear, and when he gets on here in a minute, I just went, that was such a thrill. A yeah. thrill to be able to do something other than just PA. So it, it was really a lot of fun. Well, they do a great job yep. with SportsGram, and, and we'll dig into SportsGram with them too in a minute. I wanted to, it's one thing I wanted to ask you. Um, obviously, you know, you, you talked about your history as a young man mm-hmm. with your father as a PA sitting beside him and spotting for him. Are there other, as a, as a sports caster, I guess a PA man, mm-hmm. you've listened to obviously. No telling how many baseball games you've watched and football games you've watched and basketball games you've watched. So are there sportscasters that stick out in your mind as like, man, that guy? Because, you know, there have been a million great sportscasters over the years in every sport, TV and radio. Are there people that stuck out to you? Well, I mean, obviously, I'm going I'm to show my age a little bit it's here. all right. It's good. Okay. Vin Scully. Yeah. You know, everybody Vin Scully. Uh, Keith Jackson. You know, Keith Jackson in football. Uh, you know, these all were TV broadcasters. So, right. I mean, the, as far as a PA announcer, you know, no, there's not a lot of them that stick out. My father always taught me and told me that just like an official in a football game, being a PA announcer, if somebody doesn't go home and talk bad about you, then you did a good job. So, good. you know, that type of situation, you know, I, I do listen to PA announcers wherever I go or whatever and see if I can pick up on something they do or, you know, what, but I'm not a critic or anything. So. What, what would uh, 
Give an example of some, what was somebody talked bad about a PA announcer? Yeah, for? what would they say? Uh, you know, if they thought that, uh, you know, they were derogatory, being one-sided, you okay. know, that type of deal, making comments that were unnecessary, uh, those type of things. Being too much of a homer. Homer, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, as you, as, you know, you and I talked, uh, Coach Weaver, uh, you know, there's there's a new era of announcing coming out right now. Everything's yeah. is now becoming mass production. I'm not a rah-rah type person. I'm a person that just, you know, I know the game of football. I announced the game of football, but I'm not real rah-rah. Yeah. So. Well, and I think that's a PA. I agree with you 100%. I think that's the PA man's job, mm-hmm. right, is to uh, inform the audience, keep the game paced, and, um, you know, be, be a part of the game, but not make it about him. And I think sometimes it, it's rare, yeah. but sometimes you go to another stadium and and, you know, it feels like the PA guy. It's about the PA guy. Right. Not about the football yeah. game. Mm-hmm. So I do appreciate that. And, and we've always appreciated the way you approach that. Um, but before we wrap up with you, Jim, I, I wanted to talk about just your history even in sports because you're an athlete. You were an athlete yourself. Coach Coach O calls people and, like you and me. Mm-hmm. Athletes. 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 Yeah. She's, athletes, correct. Coined a phrase. Yeah. I think it is appropriate for us. Uh, but – Tell us a little bit about your sports background and um, your, you know, your family. I mean, you've got some, some family members that yep. are good athletes, too. Yeah, I do. Uh, my background, uh, I graduated from Dallas Skyline High School in 1974, so there I told my age, but that's okay. I was a third graduating class of Skyline High School, so that, that goes way back when. I actually went to the University of Texas on a football scholarship. Horns down. Okay, horns down. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I went to the University of Texas on a football scholarship. And I was there for about mm, three weeks or so. And I was one of those that got homesick. So I came home, had a little discussion with my father, went back, you know, and decided that I wanted just to play baseball because I was a baseball player and a football. But again, I went to the University of Texas on a football scholarship. And uh, so I switched over to baseball, went over, made the baseball team during the fall season. Well, then the spring season started. And for some reason, somebody failed to tell me that you had to attend class. Oh. Yep. Yeah, so somebody, you know. Oh, so, Come on, Jim. So for the athletes that are listening out there or, <laughs> or listening to our, our podcast or whatever, you do have to go to school to remain eligible to play. <laughs> you okay? can't just have a social life. Jim. No, ma'am, you cannot. You have to go to class. So actually I came back to Eastfield Junior College to get, get my eligibility back. And uh, fortunately and luckily I was drafted by the Texas Rangers uh, out of Eastfield Junior College in 1976. So I went into the Rangers organization, and I played about two and a half years in their minor league system that made it as far as single-A ball. I played rookie ball in Sarasota, Florida. I played in their single-A system in Asheville, North Carolina. So that was kind of my my athletic background. Uh, I was fortunate enough, my son, uh, Jason Jennings, uh, you know, as you will know, and you can ask Nate, I'm not, I'm not a big bragger. I'm not a big, you know, don't go out and just tell everybody about it. Unlike his college days. Unlike Jim, my, Jim is a straight man. Now. I'm a straight man now. Yeah, 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 Unlike yeah. my college days. <laughs> but uh, Jason, actually, my son, uh, went to Poteet High School in Mesquite. And uh, he went to Baylor University. 
and played three years at Baylor University and was named the uh, Golden Spikes Award winner at Baylor University, which is the National Baseball Player of the Year in college baseball, the equivalent of the Heisman Trophy in baseball. And he, he was a unanimous winner in 1999. He was a first-round draft pick for the Colorado Rockies. He was the uh, 15th overall pick in, in the Major League uh, draft. And the next thing is he's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, and he was in the Hall of Fame his rookie year. And he was called up, and this was August, uh, I believe it was August 27th or whatever of, I uh, don't, don't remember the year, but anyway, he was the first major league pitcher in major league history to ever pitch a nine-inning complete shutout and also hit a home run in their debut game. Wow. How about that, Coach O? That's, hey, talk about pressure. Talk so, about a diamond. They, so he saying he's actually in the, in the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, he has a little boxed locker. He doesn't have his bust or anything like that. But they have the bat and uh, I believe it was a cap of the Rockies, but the bat that he used and the baseball that he used to pitch and hit the home run. That is, that is pretty cool. Well, I thought he, I thought he was impressive, Jim. But then when he started talking about his son, Jim, yours just goes out the window. Well, yeah. I've got one more one more about my son also. Uh, okay, you so done yet? Not 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 done with my son. Not done yet. And, yeah, and then 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 you can get back to being impressed with me. But uh, also in two thousand and two, he was the National League Rookie of the Year, and that uh, that is pretty much unheard of of a pitcher in Major League Baseball one, but to be the, you know, the uh, rookie of the year uh, because he pitched in Colorado where everybody says it's tough to pitch. Uh, but uh, he also, in his hitting, was the same thing. So he loved playing in the National League because he got to pitch and he got to hit. Yeah. So, all right, so that's enough for my son. Now we can get back to me. Well, I'm going to have to look him up and see if he looks like you or his mama. Okay. So mm. I'll have to go stalk him. Well, okay. I- People need to know when uh, you know when they hear the voice of our PA man. Uh, there's some stripes behind that. Oh yeah, it's not just oh, a guy yeah. up there yakking into the microphone like you and me do, Coach Joe. Right? This is somebody who <laughs> really uh, has a tremendous history right. and um, um, you know has some stripe in both football and baseball. So we'll be looking mm-hmm. forward to listening to you not just on uh, the Forney High School Jackrabbit homecoming game this Friday night uh, on the. Uh, Big speakers at Citibank Stadium, but throughout the rest of the season for the Jackrabbits and the Falcons and on into baseball, uh, when we get to baseball season, I'm sure we'll look forward to listening to you, uh, you know, if if Nate finds it in his cold little heart. I, to I, I, sure hope, I sure hope Nate White has me back. You know, I, I appreciate you. enjoy doing it. So. Well, after you well, can put the 126 on your resume now, so I have certain, right. I'm certain he will. Well, okay. now, were you a pitcher as well? No, ma'am, I played first base. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I was, because if you had been a pitcher, every time I saw you now, I would I would have thought, he brings the heat. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, it's early. It is a little early. <laughs> Coach, that was a good one. That was yeah. good. That was good. That <laughs> was good. Well, Jim, uh, uh, don't be too much of a homer on Friday at homecoming, but do bring the heat if you would. Okay, I'll bring the heat. All right. Uh, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Jim Jennings, uh, one of the voices of... Forney ISD football. And uh, once we get on down to spring, a little bit of baseball too. So, Coach O, uh, 
We got PA people that are talking to our audience live at the game. They're pretty good too. I've listened to both. They are good. We we uh, these guys are radio. Well, what our equivalent of radio, which is an internet broadcast uh, through Sportsgram, and we've done that for a number of years. We've been able, fortunate in the last couple of years, to add a live stream element to that. So now we literally have audio and video. Um, that people can tune into to watch our varsity football games for both high schools. Really fun, and, and there's been a lot of exciting moments on that. And I'm going to have you gentlemen, uh, since you are play-by-play guys and you're used to going through that, before, because I know Coach O is already looking at me about her subject spotlight. But first, and uh, make it quick so I don't get in trouble, introduce yourself to our audience. We'll start with Nate and tell a little bit about your about how many years you've done this and, and, and um, you know uh, what got you into this type of broadcast. Okay, that sounds good. Um, so I'm Nathan White, and this is actually my 18th year of broadcasting Jackrabbit, well, Forney ISD Sports on the Sportsgram Network. It's my 19th year doing it in general. And the way that I got started was, so after graduating college, my first five years, I was actually coaching at West Mesquite High School and then decided to get out of coaching. And that first year being <clears throat> removed from the game, like, I don't know, it was odd to me. You know, I'd grown up, my dad was the football coach, and you know, I'd never really sat in the bleachers and been just a normal person. Well, fortunately, a guy that I went to the church with, a guy named Terry Gregory, he was, uh, he was with KEOM Radio in, in Mesquite. He was doing Roy City basketball at the time and said, come on and be a part of the show. So I was out there, and I did a couple of Roy City basketball games, and he's like, why don't you go talk to the athletic director at Forney, which oddly enough, it was Kevin Rush at yep. the time when it was just one high school, you know? Yep. And so I went to Kevin and I was like, hey, what do you think about putting this on the radio? And you know, Kevin, he was like, that sounds good to me, you know? Yep. And so we ran with it and here we are 18 years later and years. holy cow, has it grown. Wow, all right, well, and then, uh, you know, jumping it over a decade, you've been almost two decades. Uh, about a decade ago, then we started another high school up, North Forney, and they got rolling. And Wally, you joined in. Uh, tell us when you joined in and what got you going. So this is my seventh year of doing North Forney football. I did a, I did a year for uh, Trophy Club Byron Nelson High School. The year before okay. that was my first year of doing uh, high school football radio. Uh, I've done a couple of uh, uh, junior league hockey seasons uh, for a team up in, in Plano that plays. They play all around. They've got 17 or 19-year-old uh, players. And, and hockey's interesting, but yeah, football. I mean, so what got me? I actually went to a broadcasting school. Uh, they had there's a radio broadcasting school over at Arlington, and so I went to that and got and got a little certificate, wasn't a degree or anything, but certificate. I just love sports. You know, yeah. it was it was. I grew up watching sports. You know, me and my dad. That's he coached all, you know, all my teams. I've I've got some legendary moments in the gym here. Uh, at, at the administration building from the little dribblers. <laughs> and even played on this peewee field right back here. So yeah. uh, sports was always just, it was everything to me. And so when I got to, it, that's what I wanted to do was be a sports broadcaster, you know, radio sports broadcaster. And so I'd actually reached out, this is probably about 10 years ago when I was just kind of getting out of radio school or getting into it. I actually, you know, I reached out to, I, I don't remember who it was, but I emailed somebody from sports group about doing 40 football because I didn't know really who did it or anything at the time. I mean, just let me come be a part of it, not even be on air, but just, you know, come be a part of it. I never did get an email back. It was probably Nate that I emailed. And yeah, never it's probably back. He's big time, Jim. Yeah. And, uh, and so, anyways, after I got out of broadcasting school, I, I got in touch with somebody who's, who was starting up North Forney's broadcast. I said, hey, yeah, well, I'd, you know, I'd love to have you come out and help me. You know, I live in the Forney area, too. So, 
it was great to not have to drive all the way to, to Trophy Club every, yeah. every Friday, every Friday nights, and I'll stay here in, in Forney. And uh, it's just been a blessing to get to do North Forney games every week. Cool. Well, uh, Coach O, I'm going to do something unprecedented. I got them warmed up for you. Uh, but since I feel so guilty from before. I just wanted to remind everybody. Well, thanks, Coach. I appreciate yeah. that. So, guys, you know, just like I asked Jim, what, what's your go-to drink to keep those vocal cords lubricated? Remember, this is on air, and you and guys see it. Yeah, Jim already this blew, Jim already blew that out of water. <laughs> I, feel, I got a feeling they're going to be checking my Yeti, yeah. come, or my Yeti drink coming in now. We're going to have to. I don't think there's, there's – nobody really has a special drink. I mean, obviously, we're not on the air long enough for it to ever be an issue, you know, of anything like that. I mean, we love the fact that, you know, you guys provide us waters and sodas, you know, right there throughout the game and – I don't know if I've ever done anything other than waters and sodas, maybe a, an energy drink from time to time. Yeah, I would agree with that, too. I, I don't think I have any, anything specifically of choice. Now, I have done a few games where I'm feeling a little under the weather or a little raspy, and so I'll make sure that I've got something a little warmer than usual probably with me. But other than that, it's just, I would agree, you know, water. I probably drink more Cokes than I need to while I'm up there, but it's, it's pretty much water and Cokes. I do know that I take in consideration from my choir days – at the church as a kid, the uh, music director would tell us, don't drink milk, you know, the morning of church, you know, and so, because it kind of softens everything and, interesting, you know, you can have some, you know, I don't know, it gets kind of gross with, you know, the back of your throat stuff with milk and everything. So I typically avoid milk before the game. Interesting tip. I, I know, right? <laughs> so, you know, they have those commercial breaks. What are y'all doing during those commercial breaks? What are we not doing during yeah. those commercial breaks? So we, it's not long enough for us to go to the bathroom or anything like that. So we got to make sure we do that before and at halftime. Like that's that's pretty much the only chances we that I get to do that. Uh, but during the breaks themselves, it's usually hey, you know, we're talking about the plays that just happened. You know, hey, I cannot believe they did. You know, I'm going to talk to Coach Luster because I don't know why he decided to do that. You know, I'm going to mark that down, make that a note. Yeah. I'm going to bring that up to him. Uh, you know, it's usually talking about the game and what's going on, but sometimes we're, you know, we're, you know, actually I'm fortunate to get to do the games with my cousin uh, that also loves high school football and has, has been around the Fournier area for a long time. So we talk about some other things and we got a great team that's up there with us. Uh, and then we also have a lot of times have the Dallas Morning News guys that's there, the Sports Day HS that's doing the stats. And so we have tons of conversations with him and, and get to enjoy that part of it too. Our Citibank press box is, is it's a very busy place and it's a very small space. So y'all know, and, and we've been through all the variations of this over the years, trying to find a guy. You know, when it was just radio, what, do we have room for him in the press box? Before Then we added video. We got the whole video booth up there where radio used to be. When we put the video board in, that usurped that space. Then we, you know, we move around, and um, you're, a lot of times y'all are in there with the media. So Dallas Morning News, but it could be any. I mean, who, whatever media shows up, that's that's where they go. So well, I can imagine it. Let maybe. me let me add this. So what I noticed last year was as Forney progressively got better, because you know we kind of went through a lull right there for a little while. Yeah. You know, so those first three, two or three games of last year's season, we're the only people in there. Yeah. You know, and then as as we continue to get better, and you know, kind of some stuff went out on the waves about hey, Forney. Y'all better go keep an eye on Forney, you know. Right. You know, the next week there'll be one more person. The next week there'll be one more person. By the end of the year, the place is full, Hell hustling, bustling. You know, I'm telling Coach yeah. Garcia, you know, hey, keep the door locked, man. We're too much door opening in and out, you know. 
that's our wonderful press box manager. It is. Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah. I, I love John. I want to make sure I give him a shout out. He he takes care of us each and every week. And, yeah. You know, I try to talk him into, hey, you know, like when we were at Kaufman the year before, they didn't treat us very well. You, you make sure you give it to them when they come here. <laughs> he doesn't do it because he has to do a job, but, you know, I, he, he understands. He appreciates that, though, and I appreciate it. Well, being the coach in me, I'm going to – I have a challenge for you because you said you don't have time to go to the restroom. I'd like to know if you can make it to the restroom and back before you guys go back on. It's right there by your no, room. No, they can't. I'm going to tell you why. why. There's a line. It's a one-holer. <laughs> okay. We just talked about how busy that press box is. Okay. I don't even attempt to, to get in that restroom <laughs> right. in the press box. Right. Before, well, and, during, or after. And during our breaks, I mean, they're, I mean, they can probably test this too. I mean, they're short breaks. You know, by the time they score a touchdown, they're getting ready to kick off. It's just when we go to break or during a timeout. But, you know, those are, you know, 30 to 40 seconds max typically. And then maybe a timeout's a little longer. So okay. get in and out really quick. And then, like Coach Weaver said, if, if you get stuck in behind somebody, which you will, yeah. then you're, you're totally done for. I got you. Okay. So uh, you've called a lot of games. I'm going to put each of you on the spot in turn. Um, but I want you to pick a moment or two out in your history of calling Forney ISD football games that, you know, you we hear sports. And there are some classic sportscaster moments. You can find them on YouTube. You can, you know, we, we all remember a lot of them. He could go all the way. You know, the, the old, like, was that Chris Berman, I think. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's some classic moments out there. And your, what's, what are some moments that stand out in your mind in your history of watching Forney ISD football and calling those games. Nate, we'll start with you. Well, I'm, I'm going to go with two because one of them is a little unfair because of the unique opportunity that I had with my own kid and all his of friends. Of course. But before we do that, I want to talk about years and years and years and years ago. It was against White House. And the quarterback for White House, who is now the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, yep. you know, Patrick Mahomes was the quarterback for them. And, uh, you know, at the time we knew that he was special, especially in baseball. You know, when he went out to that field over there at Mulberry with a wood bat and put one out, you know, I mean, yeah. just a fantastic athlete. But we already knew who he was, given the fact of his dad being, you know, a pitcher in the major leagues for so long. You know, so at the time we didn't know how special it was until we continued to watch his 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 career progress, you know. And then finally when he was at Texas Tech and then, you know, was, you know, end up being MVP in the NFL, looking back like, wow, I actually broadcasted that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And there's been several pro players, Malik Jefferson, Armani Watts, you know, guys like that, pro sure. players that we've been able to announce. But I say all that to talk about last year with my son at quarterback for the Forney Jackrabbits. And not just him, but his whole class. You know, as I grew up coaching all these guys in peewee sports, have a very close relationship with them. And there's, there's two games in particular, obviously the White House game. We came back from 20 at halftime to win that game. But nothing, nothing, nothing will ever compare to that game at Crandall at home last year that went into three overtimes. And, you know, when I look down and I see the band with their instruments sprinting across the track yeah. to get down there and get up close and get loud, I mean, right now I'm getting chills just talking about it still. You know what I mean? And then, you know, Jake ended up catching the, uh, the, the, the touchdown in the end zone. I mean, just – that home night was so special to me and a memory that I'm going to have that, you know, for the rest of my life. Well, sure. And I know it's obviously um, your son being involved makes it tremendously special. But you're right. That game and, and really that a series of games over the last three plus years with Crandall 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> some of the most exciting football. How many overtimes have. total across the I, past? I think, well, five in two years, I think. Well, in that year before, that third year was also an over with Cameron Newell as the as the kicker. The kickers kept going back and forth. Yeah. went three or four crazy, overtimes in that just one. Just crazy, <laughs> game, but but really, really good games and a lot of fun. And I know it's got to be fun from y'all's perspective because you're you're in the moment, but then you're also sharing that moment with a lot of people that can't be there for the game. And so you're kind of a conduit, you know, for all that. All that's going on in the stadium. That, that we're there a part of, and, and um, there's nothing like high school football for that reason. You've Yeah, you've got the band, you've got the cheerleaders, you've got the pep squad, you've got all the people down on the sideline with their passes and the press box operating and the, the law enforcement officers jumping up and down on the sideline. You know, it's just a great atmosphere, but y'all are the conduit for that atmosphere. Wally, and I know there's been some awesome North Forney moments too. Uh, Nate mentioned Armani Watts. Obviously, we we saw Armani Watts come through and saw some pretty cool stuff. I wonder what sticks out to you. So I came in, I think, just a couple years after Armani. So that, and obviously, there was lots of talk about Armani and, and going to A and M and going to the Chiefs. And uh, for me, I, there's a couple of games that stick out to me. Obviously, the 2017 season for North yeah. Morning was special. I mean, it was kind of their their coming out party, saying, "Hey, we we're going to be a respected football school as well." You know, Forney has the history. You know, and I was part of a lot of that. You know, I grew up watching Forney Jackrabbit football and going to all the playoff games at Texas Stadium. My brother played in the early 2000s. You know, in their heyday. And, oh yeah. And, and so it was so. I, I just remember being to all those games. So Forney has that history. And that was kind of North 40s coming out saying, hey, we, we want to start creating some of our own history, too. Uh, and one of those games in particular was kind of early on. I think it was the first district game against Wiley East. And uh, Colby being the quarterback, and he accounted for 10 touchdowns that night. And, I mean, I think the final score, I think, ended up being 70-63. to 63. We couldn't stop them. They couldn't stop us. But, yeah. I mean, Colby just went off. And it was it was just something that I don't think we'll ever – I would never see against a, a person score 10 touchdowns in a single game. And yeah. he just could, – they couldn't stop him. It was so much fun. Uh, and then later, actually, it was the very next week, uh, we, we go to Highland Park, obviously Highland Park, the juggernaut that they are, uh, and we ended up losing by a touchdown to them. You know, yeah. and that game stuck out to me because, it, you know, people can beat Wiley East, you know. They, they, they're not the juggernaut that, that Highland Park is, but to go into Highland Park and stand toe-to-toe with them, and I think we were a couple of penalties really from tying that game up, uh, and, and that, that meant a lot to me going in there and saying, we are we are a good football team. Mm-hmm. So those two from 2017 really stick out because it was such a good year. They went a couple rounds deep in the playoffs. But then there was a game two years later, uh, you know, after that that great group had, you know, Colby and Jordan Carroll, and I go down the list of great players. Corey but, Mayfield. Corey Mayfield, yeah. Mm-hmm. After all those guys had left, you know, they, they were trying to kind of find their new identity, find, that, find the new players. And it wasn't a great season. Uh, you know, they'd been eliminated from playoffs. It was the very last game of the year playing against Roy City, and Roy City had a really good football team. And North Forney just thumped him, you know, come out of nowhere. And then it was, uh, I think it was the second game that uh, Jacob Acuna had started for us uh, as a sophomore. And it, and, and it was just, it was, that was, to me showed some grit. And, and it's a game that I told them to, you know, in the, in the, uh, the, the football banquet and stuff too, that, that that's a game that always stick out to me because that, yeah, it's fun. And it's awesome to have, you know, your big wins against Highland Park when you're good, when you're a good team. But what about when you're not a good team and you can still go out there and show that toughness? Like yeah. that, that means a lot to me. And I knew it meant a lot to them. Uh, and so that game sticks out to me against Roy City that, that year, too. Uh, well, I, we appreciate that. We love to win, and we love to, you know, win in the big game. But um, that says a lot about and speaks to this experience of being a high school athlete. A lot of times you can learn just as much. And, I, I mean, we can learn just as much about the kids, but the kids can learn just as much about themselves and, and can learn how to operate in the great big world once they leave high school football from – showing that grit and, and 
and um, you know playing all the way to the end and and competing with honor and uh, being gracious win or lose there's so many lessons in it um, it's just fun it's fun to be a part of because we love we all love sports We're, we all do this either as a career or as a, a very invested uh, hobby or as a um, a lover of just a competition in the environment but there's a whole nother side in high school sports and that what I started with Susan Elsa talking about and that is we're growing kids we're growing kids whether they get into sports as a career or, or at, like many of us have or whatever career they pursue we're building them into something special in our athletic programs and um, that's just great to be a part of no so doubt we appreciate the investment you guys make I do want to ask you about your favorite sportscaster I asked Jim about this and he went and he jumped in the Wayback Machine for us, and y'all may be able to do that too. But um, sportscasters, broadcasters, guys you've listened to that made an impact on you and, and made made you feel like, man, I, I want to be like that guy, or uh, that's that's a guy that I look up to as a broadcaster. Nate, we'll start with you again. Well, you know, one of my biggest memories as a child, I grew up in, I mean, Podunk, small town up in East Texas, Wolf City, Texas. Have you ever heard of Wolf City, Texas? Oh yeah, I've been through Wolf City a number of times. <laughs> My dad was. We don't, we don't mind that. We're country folk here. Absolutely. Good, good, good. Well, my dad was. A, he was athletic director and head football coach at Wolf City High School. But more importantly, he ran cattle. And so he would come home from practice and come on, get in the truck. We're going to go feed cows or whatever. Well, I'd get in that truck and he'd immediately put the Ranger game on, you know, and it'd be Mark Holtz and Eric Nadell, you know, and those guys. And, you know, I remember at the time sitting there rolling my eyes oh god i got to listen to this radio show but now as i come and i do this broadcast every friday night what do i hear constantly you know <laughs> it's going to be the, the the mark holtz coming out in me you know steve busby those guys you know that that's almost emulating their sound just because that's what that's what broadcasting is supposed to sound like in in as as i define it in my own head yeah good i appreciate you going with the homer answer on that uh, Nate's a homer, in case I didn't mention that, Coach O. We talked about those homers earlier. Sometimes it's good. You can't have a homer on the PA. Right. But you can have a homer on the radio. At least one. At, At least, least one right. of the two needs That's to be right. a homer. Now, you might not be able to say, nuts and bolts, we got screwed, or something like that, if the <laughs> officials are. you got to be a little careful about what you say, but you got to have that hometown spin. All right, Wally, moving over to you. You know, I, I find it, it's, I wouldn't say it's funny, it's unique, and, and it's, it's what's cool about broadcasting is Nate's, you know, talks about the, the voices kind of shaped him. I, I don't know that I have voices that shape how I broadcast games. I've always just broadcasted, you know, I've always just however I feel, I say that kind of thing. I don't, I've, I've tried to emulate people and I just never feel like I do. And so I've, I've kind of gotten away from that. But there are a couple of voices that I just love listening to. One of them being Vern Lundquist. Okay. Uh, I used to. I, I, I was a big Florida Gators football fan for some reason. You know, and I still am, and I don't know why. None of my family was. I didn't go to Florida or anything like that. But early 2000s, so they were on a lot uh, on CBS for the, in the SEC spotlight game, and, and I just loved listening to Vern. You know, call games, uh, and then a couple of more recent that are actually still still calling games are a little bit younger. I'm younger than Nate and, and Jim. I'm not going to say about how much. I don't want to embarrass them. But uh, <laughs> it, 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 one, one's pretty local and the one's fairly local. And that, I, I do love listening to Chuck Cooperstein with Mavs basketball. I'm a big basketball guy, too. And I, I've always loved listening to, to Coop. Uh, and then my dream to call a game with, and I would, I would give up my play-by-play duties to do it, uh, would be with Craig Way. 
I, okay. I, as a Longhorn fan, I've always loved listening to Craig Way. And whether Coach it's, o, there's a lot of Longhorn at the table today. <laughs> well, wreck them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whether it's football or basketball or baseball with Craig, like, in, or even high, he does a lot of high school football games, or he used to in the past at a lot of them. I just, he just has such a smooth way of, of operating a broadcast that I envy and I, I try to emulate. I never can, but I just, it's, it just kind of puts me at ease when I listen to Craig Way call football games. Well, let me tell you what puts me at ease because I'm – I now am a voice lover because I listen to these guys because, you know, I'm at volleyball games on football Friday night, so I'm listening. And so now I have, like, I have a face with the voice, which I I already knew. knew, But so now I feel like, I don't know, like maybe I'm a voice groupie or something. I don't know. I'm kind of in awe right now. Wow. You've got a super fan here on the on the one two. Well, it's because I've listened to their voices yeah. so much. It is cool. Well, it's funny because I, like I've had I've had people a lot of people come up to me and be like, man, I just love listening to you on here. I love your voice. You have such a great radio voice, and I've never thought that. I've always, you know, I don't know if, if I'm the only person that feels this way, but I'm going to hear myself on video or even, you know, radio. And I'm like, oh, God, why do I even talk? Why, do, why does anybody like that? And, and I have to, I mean, I'm like, there's no way that they're telling the truth. But I've had so many people come up to me and say, I love your voice. love hearing you talk. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I hate my voice and I hate, I would choose a hundred different voices in an instant if I could. But it's funny that to hear, you know, somebody say that, oh, I could put a, I, I, I'm a groupie, you know, voice groupie, because people say that to me and I just still don't believe them. Yeah, well. It's me. It's cool because in and I hear what you're saying. I'm usually the football game, but a lot of times I'll listen too just to hear what you guys are talking about while I'm watching the football game. And mentally, you do start to associate listening to you guys' voices with the game. It's, it's kind of a weird deal, but like I hear Nate's voice, and immediately, you know, whatever, ten plus fifteen years of. 20 years of jackrabbit football uh, just immediately associates with it. And um, same thing with Wally. You, you talked about your voice, but you, it's, your voice is very unique. You've got kind of a rasp. You know, you got that rasp in your voice when you're calling the game. And it, it, I said you're a conduit. That's true. You can hear that emotion in a big play or something like that. And I, I believe the audience feeds off of that and makes a sports grand broadcast that much better. Now that we have video as well, Man, what a great – yeah, we still want everybody to come into our home games. Um, we'd love for you to travel, too. We love having a big crowd. But even if you do, uh, listen to that Sportsgram broadcast to hear these guys call the game. But if you can't go, you get to watch it. I mean, literally, it's – you know, there are times when I can't go to the – if I, you know, whatever, I didn't, uh, I didn't make it to Longview. But by the time I got home, I'm able to plug my phone into the TV, and I can watch the game and – and listen to the game and be in that moment with everybody else. That's a great opportunity. We've we've game. actually even talked to like Chili's and Applebee's and some of the other like oh. places around town that have TVs up on their wall. And we're in the works of trying to get them to a situation where they can actually put Jackrabbit games or Falcon games up on their I mean, it's gonna be in the bar. <laughs> you know, here we go. No, that's we, all right, you know. but, uh, as long as we get a cut of every all the drinks sold that night. <laughs> <laughs> But Virgin drinks, that is. Thank you. Dr. Thank Peppers. You. Thank I don't folks. care what they serve at Applebee's. <laughs> Give me 15%. Right. <laughs> but that's in the works to kind of work on some of that. Because you know, ever since when Fleener first came in to Forney, that was, his, that was his whole deal. Is he was wanting to get Forney back to, 
to those good old days, to that to those early two thousands teams where yeah. Friday night the town was shut down. You know, everybody was at the football game. And man, we've come leaps and bounds on our way to 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 get to that once again. Right. And you know, I I felt like that was kind of one of the things that that would really you know kind of jolt that and take it to another step. Well, I'll be I won't I probably won't be at the Applebee's bar on a Friday night, but I will be if that happens if that comes to pass. Uh, I'll be chasing them down to <laughs> see what's in it. For well, never mind. Now, yeah, now they're well, not going to do it. You ruined that one, <laughs> Hopefully, Jim won't be down there with his whiskey and honey or anything. And now he'll be in the press box with right. us, right. drinking his water, being a good boy. <laughs> well, hey, guys, this has been a lot of fun. And, um, you know, I just want to give you props for the job you do and the consistency with which you do it. That is a thing these days that is undervalued and it's dearly appreciated by us when we've got people that are good and they know what they're doing and they do it well for a long period of time. We depend on them and you guys have become dependable and um, makes you part of the family. So it's been a, it's a cool deal. It's cool to have you all involved in this. It makes our sports better, makes our experience better for our fans and ultimately makes it better for the kids, and that's what we're all here about. Well, I'd be remiss if I didn't say our show is what it is, not because of me, but because of this whole group that we've got. I've got the best team that you could possibly imagine. Ben Webb on camera, the best cameraman in the state. I've got Brandon Krauska, who we joke in the sports gram, like all I the other – I want Brandon on my team. All the other – I get rid of my cousin. I, I'm not afraid <laughs> to say it. I want Brandon on my All team. the other sports gram teams, it's it's a joke. They say, well, you have a Brandon, so you get to do that. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've got a, a software designer who's who's who does the, the show with me and has taken the website and the video and everything that we've done. I mean, leaps and bounds to a whole other level. You know, the the scoreboard that you see across the bottom, the, 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 the player of the game graphics that we do. I mean, you've got an Addison – you know, yeah. I've got a Brandon. Yeah, gotcha. so, <laughs> I gotta find me somebody. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. Speaking of shout outs, I do want to give a shout out to the North Forney coaching staff. I don't. Nate can probably attest to this with Forney. I bet too, especially with Fleener now. You know that they they make it so enjoyable to to be part of. They they make me feel like I'm a part of the team. And I get to go up there and do the coaches show during the week, and, uh, and you know, interview Coach Luster. And it was Coach Jackson before Coach Luster too. Did the same thing. Uh, and they'll they'll even let me sit in and watch film sometimes, or sit in on some of their you know their their player, uh, you know, sessions where they're trying to you know teach the player something. They'll have a you know coach give a presentation or something like that, and, and they'll let me sit in on those too. I, the last three, I think four weeks, they've actually let me pick the uniform combos, and I'm wow. kind of a nerd about that kind of stuff. <laughs> cool. So that's been pretty cool. Now the record is like one in three in those uniforms I've chosen, Ooh. but we're going to leave that kind of alone. I don't, I don't think it's a uniform thing, but but yeah, I mean they 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 make it so much, and it, I feel like it helps me be a better broadcaster too when they can show me some of the things that why this is why we run this play the way we do or this is why we decided to go for it on fourth down oh, yeah. and, and not and so they just they've opened up kind of their home i feel like to me and, and embraced me and especially being a, a forney jackrabbit alum uh they've embraced me and, and i feel like i'm at home with at north forney too well we could put in a district again together in a couple of years they'll probably kick you out wally just fyi because we'll be playing against each other head right, to head again right. but right now <laughs> we're in two separate districts North Forney's up there and six A doing the battling, uh, trying to make that transition into the big with the biggest schools in the state of Texas. Uh, Forney's battling for a playoff spot. This game on Friday night's homecoming game. It's a big one. Um, tell our audience where, if if they can't make a game, 
how do they go listen to your broadcast? Because they, they got to be able to find it, get it on their phone, on their computer, on their device. How do we get there? So for, for, I mean, it's pretty similar for both of us. You know, it's Sportsgram. Just go, you know, Google Sportsgram, pull that up. And ours is Channel 7 for North 40 Football. If you Google Sportsgram Channel 7, the link will pull right up. Uh, you can also, we have a Facebook page for Falcons Radio Network, and the, the link is on there too. So if you just wanted to go pull that up and save that link off of there, it's the same link each and every week. So it doesn't matter where we are, what we're doing, that's the same link. You pull that same link up, and, and that's where we are. So that's Sportsgram Channel 7 for North Forney. And the Jackrabbit Athletics, you guys have a link as well. I think Miss Leslie puts that up there every Put week. Put it on our website. That'll yeah. take you where you can choose North Forney or Forney. And it takes you directly to Channel 7 or directly to Channel 2 for us. takes you right there to, to where the game is. That's pretty cool and simple. All the Forney stuff is on 2. All the North Forney stuff is on 7. Y'all are looking for a game to listen to on any Friday night. Uh, this is a great place to go because not only are you getting to listen to the broadcast through that conduit to the game I'm talking about, but you've got guys doing it that are invested in it. That like Wally are sitting in the coaches meeting sometimes and have an inside view like Nate have seen every generation of Forney football for a long time. This is not just a couple of guys, you know, blank, coming in with a vanilla background and calling the game and not really knowing a whole lot about the players. This is you are getting an inside perspective on the program and what's going on and who the kid is on the field and what that kid's history has been and the the it, so much. There's so much depth in this broadcast. That it's not like a regular broadcast, right? And that makes it cool. I'll even I'll even take it up one step. Friday night, I have a special guest coming in that's going to be on the show with me, and uh, he's going to sit in for a full quarter. But the it's two- not Bard, is it? I was no. about to say it's not Holloway. <laughs> Holloway will be there. I can I don't know what quarter he'll take, but All right. All right. Holloway will take his set off and give it to. I've got Caleb Haney that's okay. going to come in and sit with us for a quarter. Caleb started the NFC Championship game back in 2013, whatever year that was. Forney graduate played in that state championship game, and what I want to do and just kind of a little teaser for the folks that want to go on. I'm going to ask him because you know he played for the Denver Broncos for a minute. I'm going to say, could you get Peyton Manning? On the phone right now. If you really needed to get Peyton Manning on the phone, well, he said, could you do it? I think he can. I'm pretty sure he can. He talked about that in the yeah. podcast. Yeah. That I was thought, like we his did have mentor. Him. Did you have we him, had on? him on? Yeah. That was I thought mentor. you were going to say you were going to ask him if he could actually play better than Russell Wilson right now for the Broncos. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Careful. Can't go too far down there. <laughs> we're not going down there. We're not. <laughs> but you see what I mean, audience. If you're, you can be at the game, put your air pods or earbuds or whatever you got in and listen to the broadcast as you watch the game just gives you a richer experience i agree all right well coach o this is these guys have been the voices of forney isd football and uh been a lot of fun yeah it was fun today yeah look even more forward to hearing them on the speakers in jim's case or uh on the sports gram broadcast we have to make this a, maybe an annual thing or something. This is this has been a lot of fun. Right? I think that's a good idea. You know, y'all, uh, uh, y'all maybe sh- you need to start listening to our podcast yeah. since we listen to your broadcast. Y'all but listen to our what podcast. we need is we need to get the feed for this and then we could play it because we go on air yeah. early and we're looking for content to put on before the show comes on. Uh, it's a great chance because I'm it's I'm not rocking. proprietary. It's out there in the world. You okay. have our permission. Okay. <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs> yeah, yeah, we're rocking sweet. about fifteen to eighteen hundred hits per game right now, which well, is well, uh, shout us out too. <laughs> shout us out too. Yeah, we've uh, we've had Caleb. We've had our pro athletes. Armani's been on. Uh, we've had 
everybody from national best-selling authors to um, all district players in Fournier ISD and lots of our coaches. Um, you know, we try to tell people about the great things in our program. You guys are a great part of our program. Thank so you very we much. appreciate you. you being on today. Everybody have a great week. Listen to Sportsgram this weekend. If you can come to a game, come to a game. Forney High's got a big homecoming game on Friday night at City Bank Stadium. Volleyball's about to go into the playoffs. We've got cross-country regional coming up. Check out our websites, jackrabbitathletics.com, gofalconathletics.com to pull up what's coming up this week and next week, and we'll see you next time on the 126.